right, cover your ears because I'm going to try and channel Jeremy. Oh, my God! <laughs> uh, welcome back to Pack Your Mics. I'm, I'm taking that one home, bro. The creators of, <laughs> yeah. From the creators of Read and Weep. We're just six bras, chilling, hanging out, talking top shit. Bro, I love French food, bro. Ah, oh, bra. Ah, oh, bra. My food was so sick this so time, bro. Oh, bra. What if they called it a bronzina? Huh? <laughs> oh, bra. We're out of mirin. Oh, bra. <laughs> He was stoked. So yeah, the, you know, <laughs> welcome to the, the broiest episode yet. Even though it only features like one bro. But uh, but here's the thing: percentage-wise of the remaining chef contestants, that's a lot of bro. This is heavily broier than ever. Yeah, we've also, got a higher bro. He walks with his wings out a little bit, so he takes up more space than usual. Oh, by volume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. One quarter he's, to one third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot going on. As I introduce all the people you're hearing on the the mics today, I would like you all to tell me how you like your toast, Ooh. as in doneness. Mm. Uh, so my name is Tanya. I am your host, and I like my toast real dark. Uh, in Brooklyn, here with me, I have Chris. Chris, yeah. how do you like your toast? Way less burned than Tanya. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually great. You want one of those people in a relationship, I think. Yeah, golden brown, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I always try. I, I always pull Chris's toast like two minutes before mine. Do so, you? Yeah. Oh, because you guys have a toaster oven. Sure enough, because oh. we know how to live. Exactly. <laughs> well, but you're missing so out on this great toaster battle that we're having here in Portland. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, so in Portland, we have Alex and Megan, mm-hmm. and I want to hear about the toaster battle and also how you like your toast. Oh. Let's just say I'm the Chris in our relationship. <laughs> oh. That says it all, doesn't Except it? I like my toast pretty light. She likes her toast like just the the slightest kiss of the toaster. Warm and dry. Oh, yeah, just the thought of a toaster. <laughs> yeah. And so but we have a normal toaster with a number dial on it. And so like you know, I put my can toast I blow in. Everybody's minds in the audience. Uh, yeah. the numbers on a toaster are minutes. Minutes. What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My mind. I'm just gonna have to pick up pieces of my mind off the floor now. <laughs> yeah. What color are those pieces? Light brown, medium brown. Dark brown. So, but Alex, Alex, you were telling yeah. us you were telling Alex. us a fable oh. of your toaster. Just because there's a dial, so every time I put my toast in and then it comes out and it doesn't look uh, affected, I have to put it back in and then turn the number up and then like it will like. But I sneak it up and then I'll come back and it has been snuck down. And so we've been having a cold war. This is the Here's first the time thing. it's coming out public, but we've had mm-hmm. eight years. Alex, of cold yeah, warm, and, warm and toasty war. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, I would. The thing about your your minutes theory, I don't believe it because it's clearly not not a linear progression. Because the distance between like three and four is like it's like it's like logarithmic. It's like a ten times. Well, like, but that may be the way heat affects, not how minutes work. Well, it it's not like both. the difference between three to four is seven minutes. It's not <laughs> a minute. <laughs> it's just the toast freaks out between three and four. Uh, okay, that, that, I'll, I'll yeah, that. the difference between three twenty and three thirty is actually significant. Yeah, and so part of our crack toast team is located in the Bay Area. Yeah. We have Sarah and Ezra, and uh, occasionally Caleb. Yeah, how are you guys feeling about your toast? Your toast doneness over there. So, it's a different situation yeah. over here. So for me, I like my toast just basically mostly butter. So, <laughs> I don't know that was an level of, of brown, black, none of the above. Yeah, just raw. as long as it's is mostly butter. And uh, yeah, I like a little bit of bread with my butter. Let's Heavily buttered. Oh, I'm with that. 
Um, so what I'm, I've found, we, 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 we've been using a George Foreman grill for toasting recently. Uh, yeah. Whoa. And honestly, I find it a lot better because it, it, I don't know, maybe it seals in the moisture. I'm not really sure what it does. It knocks out the fat. Um, or but, it's uh, do you put the butter on before you grill? No, it? not usually. Uh, uh, occasionally uh, though, yes, it will happen where you're like partway through the toasting process. You're like, let me do like a pat, flip a pat onto it and, and like have it warm up while it's still on the grill and it gets a lot more spreadable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it, a good cold butter solution. It just doesn't dry out nearly as much as what I found. Mm. Fascinating, nice, nice. I like yeah. it. Can I tell you one more thing? It's not gonna blow your mind, but uh, did you know that several of the numbers on your toaster not safe? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those are like toast ruining numbers. That's just an option. One. <laughs> well, no, like like there's like a six or something that's like this is definitely gonna ruin your toast. Like you, we we're putting the power what? in your hand, but you should know this will ruin the shit out of your toast. Here's the you thing: you should though. know that I'm a seven. <laughs> yes. I was just saying yeah, Tanya both in life and in toast. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, different breads react super differently. Like True. we have two different sprouted grain bread that we toast, and one has raisins, one Daddy. doesn't. And the raisin bread toasts so quickly compared to the other one; it's crazy. Mm. So it's it's also how your bread reacts. How does that Caleb's sourdough? like his toast? Can we ask? Uh, like you know, mine usually <laughs> just just as in like whatever is in my hand, he wants that. <laughs> yeah, that one for sure. Nice. Well, I guess that gets us into our quick fire this week, which. Uh, was extra tricked out. Not only have we said goodbye to immunity, but we're now we're at opposite immunity, yeah. which is, oh my gosh, death. sudden death. Yeah. yeah. You get unimmunity. And it's Tracy Desjardins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the angel of death, Tracy Desjardins. <laughs> That's how I picture it. <laughs> she shows up, you know that you're going to look at some exquisite clothes and also people are going home. Actually, no, it's true. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you ever see Tracy Desjardins, you have a... a, a a twenty percent chance of getting a sixteen thousand uh, dollar oven, and twenty percent chance of Although never seeing your loved ones sheet again. Cheat sheet that Chris provided. There's some sassiness over whether this oven is actually worth. That was mine. That was my sass. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, that was. Uh, please share, Ezra. <laughs> Why do you have strong opinions about how much this costs? It just. It just said like. Uh, so it said they said I think an oven that you know retails for sixteen thousand dollars, but like. Oh. If it's sixteen thousand dollars, go to like restaurant supply. I imagine. Yeah, you could find a coupon that would probably knock it down a, a fair bit. Yeah. Still, or a very fancy oven. Well, I just don't know what their margins and are. Your option that's, is that or that. being murdered. So, <laughs> how much does an oven normally cost? Oh, that's like a great. Commercial I know. oven. I mean, this is like a you know a George Foreman grill. I should say is twenty nine ninety five for the for a bigger version. So, uh, I mean, don't hesitate. Yeah, you, you can't need not to. Dude, this episode sponsored. <laughs> great for grilling lemons. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful grilled lemons on that thing. Wrap them in some parchment paper. You've got yourself a stew. <laughs> that is not what a stew is. <laughs> Look, Chris, fair to say none of us know how parchment paper works, all right? <laughs> this is a stew with black lines on it of parchment paper and lemon. <laughs> I guess the parchment paper in this case is playing the role of the liquid. <laughs> it's playing the role of other parts of the stew. I think we're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. So the chefs have to make toast. Yeah, yes. which apparently is a San Francisco treat. I, I am did so not know about this. I uh, did. San Francisco trend? Yeah. I mean, if you oh, just yeah. go to some cute like cafes or, you know, kind of the, the hipster places, they have toast for six bucks on the menu with different fancy things on it. This yeah, was, I just feel like we've been doing this in various places for a bajillion years. Oh. Is that weird? Is this is just... It, is it mean? How is this different from just the bread that you get? I mean, no, it's warmer. Well, there's stuff on it. 
Yeah, but there There's was butter. stuff put on it with tweezers. Oh. Well, and is it dickish of me to ask the difference between like toast and crostini and just and bruschetta? Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like yes, not dickish at all. You should uh, just well, then one on one. <laughs> I when I was in LA last time, it was like every place you go, it was mostly avo toast, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. avocado. Yes. And the rest yes. of the world is so sad not to have avocado toast as an option at every place you are eating. But I, I don't know if that's true. I, frankly, I mean, I've had my fair share of avocado toast. It's fine, but it's fine. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> they probably put butter it, down was on it, it not first. Burned that's enough for you. Is that the thing? Yeah. I I also had a piece of toast. I had a toast at an Australian coffee shop uh, in. Uh, in LA, that was probably the tastiest thing I've ever eaten. So, I'm into this yeah, toast the time. Are big on their toast game. Yeah, mm. yeah, they know. Apparently, it comes from San Francisco, gets to Australia, comes back to LA. It's a weird trip, but yeah. it's so worth it's, it. It's an open face sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it came from Denmark. You guys are like, how do we distinguish between this delicious thing and three other delicious things? Like, that's great. You don't have yeah. to. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm not mad about it. I just wonder if it. I. I. I it feels like singling out toast as this like new phenomenon is a little silly but you know that's fine everybody got to make some toast and uh some people did better than other yeah. people soggy yeah. bottoms soggy, soggy bottoms soggy bottom. gets you every time <laughs> uh yeah and and you know uh we we had some we had some very exciting turns with this one so uh our good old bra Jeremy won it, took it away with some chicken liver mousse. Feels Jeremy's and, good. Yeah. Uh, peaking at the right time. Peaking, he's peaking yeah. He's peaking hard, right man. Yeah, but like it's white really... raspberries, pickled cherries, jalapeno, arugula on a ciabatta. I mean, yeah. I think you it forgot that like... there was also chicken liver mousse on it. That's... Yeah, we, we said that. <laughs> no. We said almost only chicken liver mousse. <laughs> Tanya said that, and I was saying the other stuff that was I on it. Yeah. I was kidding. No, oh. I was <laughs> I was just saying that that sounds gross to me. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I'm not sure I would have eaten many of these. <laughs> I'm, oh. Yeah. I, it's funny because I, I sort of wondered about which ones. Which one would you have ordered if these were, Ooh, if you went question. to toast the restaurant? Cajun man. Cajun man. Yeah. 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 He was the pancetta down first, right? Yeah. Prosciutto, I don't know. Smart. Yeah. Or yeah. Prosciutto. Yeah. Prosciutto. So it didn't get soggy. See, and he he did his his patented raised eyebrows. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. I think I would have taken Marjorie's the sourdough with pancetta, fennel marmalade, and uh, oh yeah, Dungeness crab salad. Yeah, that, that sounded good. really good. Yep, to me. Although, who who knows about crab? Because I know that it's Dungeness crab season now, and I know they filmed this last summer. So like do you May, think she could have used frozen? Yeah. What? How how, how does this crab thing work? <gasps> uh, Alex, mm. I guess. <laughs> oh no! I don't know anything oh, about probably know the about boat. lower forty-eight. Like you know when the boats come and go. <laughs> I, I, you know the schedule. Uh, so Dungeness crab season up in Alaska is in. It's like December. It's the worst time to be on the on the water. So it's this is months away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. December, January. I mean, yeah, it might have been in cold storage for a while, or it might have been on. You might be from boat. China. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right, they, but you know, it's covered in mayonnaise and it's on toast. I'm sure it's fine. And she also didn't win. It. Yeah. True. I mean, it's true, but she also didn't have to fight for her life. <laughs> that is true. Hey, Alex, what crab is in season now up in the frozen north? Well, so Alex's crab calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look, I know the two seasons on Deadliest Catch. I know King Crab comes like early in the winter, and then the worst part of winter is when they're doing uh, snow crab. And that is it. And then I don't know what happens after that. Uh, they go oh, home. There's, there's Opie. 
Yeah, there's Opie season, right? Yeah, that's what, the Opie snow crab. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. So, okay. In fact, they may have been confusing Dungeness with Opies. I don't actually know what Dungeness crabs are. <laughs> They're poison okay. in California. Don't eat them. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, we had Good. a bad season. There's like toxic Dungeness crab season going oh. on here. Oh, it also oh, sounds no. like they're in a dungeon, which is a weird... Yeah, yeah, well, the dungeon... That? Yeah, I mean, they, they, the dungeon didn't do good things to them either, right? They, they really, their minds are twisted, <laughs> just lost. <laughs> Poisonous crab. Just crab gangs from the dungeon roving the streets yeah. of San Francisco. They j- One difficult turn after the next. They joined <laughs> a racist gang, but just because they had to for survival. Yeah, oh, yeah but is, then many of the... There is that video going around on the internet with the crab the and crab the knife. The crab with the knife. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the gangster crab. Gang suffering mm. from PTS dungeon. <laughs> 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 I look. I am not even into the crab. I like the boatmen. I like the people on the boats, and I just picture them catching the crab, massaging them, and then sending them back. I didn't even realize you could eat them. Um, yeah. Crab massage. Well, I guess that's what the crab people could be doing when they're hitting them with a hammer. As far as we know, that it's could be like massage. A, it's a very it's intensive a, a massage. Very, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the kind Bone of massage that'll send you to prison. <laughs> so uh, Jeremy takes this one, and then on the bottom we have the sudden death elimination challenge, which is Carl and Amar cooking whatever they want. Yeah, Carl made the t- classic Top Chef mistake of combining cheese and fish. <laughs> yeah, and he, put, he put shrimp with burrata, and uh, Tracy Dujardin was like. Yamo kill you and Pablo was like please no <laughs> and she was like okay well then just please go to the bottom and Amar, it wasn't Amar's soggy was his the one I think his was a little soggy too I, so. it, the, I, yeah. the, I just don't get how you do like he said oh the, you know I've been to Italy and they put the burrata with the shrimp but I don't know it just feels like just, and then she was like cool glad you know that where else they do this I don't like it it just seemed like it was so obviously not a like it seemed like a weird mistake to make I feel like this happens yeah, fish and cheese are yeah. Oh, go ahead, Megan. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I wish I remembered the specific instances, but I feel like this happens to chefs a lot, where they go travel someplace, and they see something different, oh. and they like it, Oh, and then what they bring the, it back, and no one else likes it. Was this Vietnamese food, where the guy put tomatoes in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was last yeah. season, yeah. Oh, that oh was yeah. I know Northern Thai You know, it's like, I went to one <laughs> yeah. restaurant, and they had tomatoes in it, and so I assumed... It's like, all right, fine. It's not good. (laughs) My girlfriend's mother wrapped me in a banana leaf and I learned how to make this dish. Yeah, yeah, just like not that. necessarily, not necessarily the right thing. On the other hand, burrata is so good that, like, yeah. I think I don't know how this was bad. I thought the reason that the people didn't like, like, it's, the reason it's like a no-no is because like a strong flavor of uh, cheese can like hide whether like the the fish is bad or not. Uh, like, I thought it was just more of like a like a maybe not that good for health reasons when like refrigeration is iffy. But nowadays, do it if you want to do it. Like, like a tuna melt is fine, you know. But tuna, oh, yeah, yeah. Tuna, I mean, I think melts. tuna melt. It's like you just blew the doors wide open on this one, as. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really uncovered this conspiracy. This, you cracked the case. I, mean, like, I don't even know how to feel anymore. Well, I mean, also sh- shrimp and cheesy grits. That would be another combination of it. Oh, oh, yeah. Stop. Lobster mac. Now I'm just yeah. so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle you up, uh, just turning over all these traditions so quickly. I, it's, it's a lot to take in, as. Flippity do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm said, back. Now said, that's what our crack detective Ezra Fox says about most things. Yeah. Did, did you flip your mind? So then, uh, I'm also concerned with Ezra. I'm also concerned about a Mars where he was like foie, duck breast, uh, truffle glaze, prosciutto, and then he was like, "I know it's a risk, but it's just how I like to cook." I, like if I, he's going home, he's going home heavy. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah. It's a big risk for me to cook with thousand dollar ingredients. No, I love the idea. Yeah, it's like, well, I might get eliminated, boldly. but I'll cost you three thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 it's 
just feel like Served a weird inside risk. a diamond mine. Yeah. <laughs> For budgetary reasons, Amar. <laughs> he must be stopped. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So and Amar, he was. Amar's richness didn't go down so smooth. He was stopped. And, um... Yeah, and then and then we finally we had a big crudo confrontation over Carl's uh, Thai snapper dish. Yeah. yeah, so they had thirty minutes, no restrictions, and Carl made a crudo, and everybody's so bored of crudo right now. Well, yeah, Padma snapped at him for the crudo as if, and I and I was like with her, I was like, yeah, you've made all these crudos, but it wasn't him, it was Jeremy, right, who made like three yeah. crudos. You don't yeah. made one ruined other one. the crudo game for everyone. Well, Jason made a crudo, and I mean they've seen a lot of crudos this season. Mm-hmm. And this is trendy, right? Like this isn't. This didn't exist last Top Chef. Where did this come from? Right. Trends? I think, Food trends? You know, you get a lot of tired people in a room and you force them to cook things really fast and there's going to be some idea bleed. Oh, you know? that's interesting. So uh, you think it's trendy not just in the real world but on Top Chef specifically. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, sense. I think, it, yeah, it could be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Also, look, no cooking. Yeah. Yeah, but they also, no not only have they made a lot of crudos, they've mostly been well-received. It seems like crudo is also, must be delicious, right? Yeah, and refreshing when you're comparing 16 different dishes. Yeah. But right. when it's just one thing, I think it's a little underwhelming. But yeah, Maybe it's... they need more George Foreman grills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Well, Amar pan-roasted, which could have been on a George Foreman grill. It could have. It would have been way better. Would have cooked in half yeah. the time. God, you know, I think Which that he could have used much later on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In fact, every, was... I'm so surprised there's not more George Foreman since everyone's thing today seemed to be, let's take something impossible and cook it in a, <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> it's true. We didn't have a lot of respect for the clock this time around. That was yeah. oh. So Amar doesn't make the cut. Uh, Carl's Crudo takes it. Hot Carl continues on. And then on. we are... Yeah. And then we are on to a, a very... Um, a very emotionally weighty challenge elimination challenge uh at fleur de lis which is closing and this is it's closed this is its final night ever serving food again so uh with the honorable depending on how you say it hubert uber hubert i (laughs) I like hubert that's a good middle ground how about hubbard yeah Hubbard? Humbert, sure. Humbert, Hubbard, Hubbert, 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 <laughs> <laughs> So I made the mistake Hubbert of doing a little googling <laughs> about the Fortaly because I was this seemed weird. They were kind of weird about it being closed. Like they didn't say why he closed. It was like best restaurant ever closed suddenly. And after didn't they say after like forty? Yeah, some yeah. sixty years. years. It's something it's, ridiculous. It's been around for forty years. He owned it for twenty eight, and I think he just closed it because he has other restaurants, and it was just time he was he was done. Yeah. So then I went. So I was yeah. googling about that because I was curious, and it closed in in June of twenty fourteen. So mm-hmm. when they held this c- competition, it was somewhere last summer. So it's been a year since it's closed, and the marquee is still up. And the, Are you sure it was 2014? That's what the internet said. I don't oh. trust the internet. This was much later. Wow. I didn't realize. Must have been like, hey, he must have been doing this like, hey, it's closed, but here's a special service sort of racket for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 500 closing so dinner. Easy. This is the last one. This yeah. is the last one. <laughs> I just got one more reunion tour. <laughs> yeah. Final, final closing special. He's retiring and then unretiring. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of strange Nobody that they just that. like the name was still up in the kitchen. I'm, I'm sure Top Chef came in and put in a bunch of like equipment, but it seemed like in pretty nice condition for something that had been closed for a year. It just it felt weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But they all had to make dishes inspired by that restaurant and that style mm-hmm. of cooking. And their so. menus from over the years, which yeah. actually that was, I thought that was pretty cool that they were able to like, oh, yeah, just look fun. at like all the different dishes that rotated through mm-hmm. over so, like such a long span from such a prolific chef. It yeah. was exciting. And it was clearly emotional for like two of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean J- J- Jeremy and Marjorie like are you know kind of seasoned yeah, in the in the fine dining world. Jeremy was crying, but it also could have been uh, the testosterone shots he was taking. <laughs> it's so hard to know when everyone's so sweaty. I really don't know what the liquids are coming out of people's faces. <laughs> so no, sweaty. Es, that's an excellent point because I feel like you get you get sort of that mask of emotion on your face, and you're sweating ha- really hard, and then like it could be anything. Yeah, actually, has it ever happened to you guys when like say like you're like maybe in the sauna and like sweat is dripping down from like your eye holes and like you're like mm-hmm. you feel sad you know like it, it, it conjures the same <laughs> feeling from it so you know it's just like a crossover it's like potato potato it could be yeah i yeah. was just concerned that he eye was holes. dripping sweat into his dishes <laughs> well I they were always so concerned <laughs> yeah that we can get back to that in last chance kitchen for sure i i feel like it was so we got to see them get served a a special meal cooked yeah. by keller what did you um, do tonight <laughs> I loved that. I, clearly, they loved that soundbite too because we saw it like five yeah. times. But I really loved I mean, that. And here's the thing: we know they know what we did tonight. We watched Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we weren't question. sitting around. A, it's a great point. They're making me feel bad. Restaurant with yeah, you it's your fault that I'm here tonight and not with you, Bear Keller. <laughs> I am so loving this incarnation of Emerald, who was just hanging out with uh, Hubert. And he was he was once again wine elf. He had pockets full of wine love for it. everybody and a big heart. And I just loved it. Mm-hmm. He's he's so happy. Mm-hmm. He's so happy. He was wearing a real snappy apricot sweater. I yeah. just snapricot. enjoyed everything about it. <laughs> snapricot. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, and then Emerald the snapricot. Um, and while it should not be ignored that while we are at dinner, bra. Uh, Jeremy was stuck with, struck with like divine inspiration <laughs> for some potato pillows, <laughs> which they did not care about. They didn't hate him, but they were I mean, like, they were fine. Yeah. And then Tom was like, they were competent, but like no one was like the key to this dish. The inspiration is these potato pillows. And, yeah. and yet um, he did win. Oh, no, sorry, no, I mean, he won. He definitely won. I just mean like, <laughs> it's okay. They're just really playing up that moment of inspiration, yeah. which was for the like, element of the dish that seemed like the least important. And That's I think he true. was just good at French food. Mm. Yeah, I think the elves do what they can. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this feels like a good enough time to talk about. So we're really, we're looking at our final, our final folks. Um, and I did not have that many strong feelings about Jeremy until this episode. I'm curious how people are feeling about him. Wait, are those strong feelings positive or negative? That's a mixed bag. Mm. Oh, strong Cal- feelings. California, how do you guys feel about uh, Jeremy? <laughs> Is that so? Yeah, you know, he's a vacuum. I'm, I'm just, uh, Caleb, Caleb speaks for all of us. <laughs> he's, kind, he's kind of a... Uh, he's vacuous. Just, uh, yeah, well, no, 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 I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm dead neutral on him right now, I think. And just because I, mm. I think I like everyone else more who's remaining, mm. so... That's he, a good way to he is relatively it. speaking negative, but he, like you know, he's, there could be worse people, many worse people. True. Oh yeah, sure. We've had we've seen them on top. Shows. Yes, mm-hmm. I've had to deal with them. Like he's no with my eyes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> You've had to I deal with them. <laughs> Not ideal. I. <laughs> how, how do you? Guys you were on fire today, Ezra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, Megan. Megan, how do you feel about Jeremy? I've never cared for him. 
I don't know. Like never. Not even when you put that bowl in that other bowl. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I did forget about the bowl. Oh, in the bowl. Uh, that was right. his, he, ingenious, Jeremy, and his many. Tricks. When you said he peaked, he's peaking at the right time. You forgot that he also peaked then. Ooh, a double peak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. That was that was genius. Um, but <laughs> Jeremy, against all odds, putting that bowl inside that other bowl. It was so smart. <laughs> I don't know. I've just always, I, I did, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he seems good. Like he's good at cooking. The the, <laughs> I, yeah. the burliness I liked is it when just... he put that bowl in that other bowl, mm-hmm. and I liked it when he made his kid read all those books. That was really oh sweet. yeah, that but, was good. That was a point for him. Yeah, yeah, he I enjoyed was, that side of Jeremy. He also was really strong uh, right out the gate, mm-hmm. and I, he kind of set a tone for. Wow, me. is this his third like peak? Then? The best of everybody. <laughs> he's like a meringue. Show. I like him. <laughs> Chris is in like with Jeremy, everybody. I'm in like with Jeremy. Uh, I think his broiness uh, hides a really, really strong cooking technique foundation. And I think he's going to be able to bust out some really great food in the finale. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with him doing any of that. I just don't know if I care still. I, I like, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to have an emotion about it. I'm really having a hard time. I'm just sweating. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I think I'm going to make a bold prediction. Ooh. I think we're going to get a lot more of Jeremy's backstory mm-hmm. and like some more sincere Jeremy to camera time mm-hmm. uh, in the hopes that should he take it we all feel some feelings mm-hmm. because right now I feel like he's the one that that most people probably have the least amount of like sincerity about you know if I yeah. remember correctly Megan didn't you predict last week that he was going to win but it was just out of your pessimism for things yeah yeah I, I've pessimistically pessimistically predicted that he would make it to the finals and eventually win mm-hmm. mm. Just because you want, and that would make you sad. Yeah, just because I, I don't believe that anything good is going to happen to me. So. I <laughs> <laughs> what? I am, that might be a separate podcast. We, oh, we can it. switch over if you want. Yeah, do we need to stop right now and do like a group therapy session? For Megan? Sweat or tears, the Megan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, for whatever it's worth, I I do stand with you on the fact that it it seems very possible mm-hmm. that Jeremy will take it. It does that that as will much as I I want it not to be the case because I can't stand him. I I feel like he's doing well. He's peaking at the right time. He's repeaking, and I just I, Isaac is so great. I love him, and he's yeah. a little sloppy, and it keeps coming back. And Marjorie continues to be incapable of cooking meat, and. <laughs> Which, as a vegetarian, I don't know why you can No, when she was like, I want... Like, she, I've been thinking about this a little bit, and, like, I don't understand why this is, like, the thing you like to shade Marjorie okay, for. Okay, no, I, I don't want... Okay, I, it, I, if it sounds like shade, it's coming off wrong. Because um, that's not what it is. It's that this is a thing that makes you have trouble on this show. And, uh, like, it's a thing that in the finals, they'll be like, well, she was, you know, great at cooking side dishes, and her she's never been able to cook meat. And... Against my predictions, she has managed to, like, no one has actually called her on it yet, except her on herself. I was going to say, yeah, she's in the she's finals, doing it. so I feel like she's already gone yeah. about as far as, like, a non-winner. But oddly, she's and, still like, never cooked a good meat, and they're, like, fine with it, because her side, like, her, as she even said in this episode, I was focusing on the sides, and that's, and yeah. then they were like, why didn't you cook the uh, this better? Because she was focusing well, on the Well, and things. it felt like she, yeah, it felt like she... Technically, if she'd been relaxed, she would have cooked that lamb just fine, but she overthought it mm-hmm. yeah. and like didn't know when the right time to fire it was and kept on anticipating what the critiques would be if she fired it at this minute or this minute yeah. or this minute. Yeah. And so I don't know that it's that she doesn't know how so much as it's that she's now like talked herself out of being able to do it well. well I, I, I just mean that I think that this, like if we're looking at somebody's strengths and weaknesses, I think her performance 
it seems less likely that she is going to win because she's had so much trouble with her with her proteins despite everything else being great ooh, and ooh, when she's uh, but alex mm-hmm. there's a gap in time there is a ga- gap in time although we did yeah. have listener brian say that he ate at her restaurant and the proteins were pretty mediocre and all of the sides were amazing did, oh, now, did he, when he said proteins, he said proteins were like meatyocre? As in like a kind of a compliment, <laughs> right, maybe? You, you, you peaked earlier, and now you've got that. They also had a very particular color yeah. to them. <laughs> um, no, I love the idea of Marjorie like going on the like whatever the hiatus is between the rest of the, the season and the finale and just going like Rocky montage yeah, this, on a bunch of meat. Oh, well, <laughs> like, which just is makes me so happy. Essentially the Rocky montage, right? Yeah, like well, there's on fire. fire. She might be doing <laughs> something different with it. You know, yeah. she's just punching it. She's <laughs> yeah. just like running up staircases with quails and then like putting them in frying pans. <laughs> squab, 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 squab. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about Marjorie. I think Marjorie is so interesting, and I'm really pulling for her. Um, wait, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. One second. Ribeye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah. oh! That and in, in Marjorie Ford, it'll be meats on fire. <laughs> She's going to fight the Russians. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I think that Marjorie, it's so interesting to see her, you know, have such success with all of the things that people typically don't have success with mm-hmm. on Top Chef. Yeah. And that she's been strong enough at everything um, that people usually aren't. Dessert. She nailed it. Bread. She nailed it. Vegetables. She nailed it. And like all these different things. And she's been so very successful. Um, that it's really interesting seeing her go into the challenge. Chris, sorry, can you say vegetables again? (laughs) Vegetables. That really tickled us. Vegetables? Vegetables. Vegetables. I said vegetables? (laughs) Oh, man. In the grocery aisle next to Lungeables. (laughs) Vegetables. Next time on To Chef. No, but I mean, like, it's it's really interesting to see how that stacks up because when you ha- when they compare course by course by course, you know, is she going to win that veggie course? She's going to win that d- dessert course. You know, mm-hmm. she might not win the third course or the fourth course, but she might take three out of five in a, in a head to head. And depending so, on who her opponent is, yeah, you know. And and so I th- I think it's a very interesting matchup. Whoever goes against her in, in a multi course yeah. final. But if it's Jeremy and he's just perfectly slicing raw fish for like six hours, oh, then... they're going to be so bored of crudos by then. That's true. <laughs> you you know he's yeah. got to do one in the finale. Yeah, he's going to do he's going to two to four fish dishes in the finale. I look. I am a big Marjorie fan, and so it's it's it hurts me that if I have seemed to have been so hard on her. It's all just that, you know, Megan's uh, dark cloud has gotten over me, and I assume <laughs> well, I nothing mean, good will happen for us, and so I like her, but I'm predicting the weakness that'll take her down. When she said... I, I fear... When she said, I might just, like, okay. why, why don't I just open up a vegetarian restaurant? It was the happiest I've ever been watching this show. <laughs> and she said it as a joke, and I was like, I would go. I would fly there. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, I would also be delighted to eat at her vegetarian restaurant. Yeah. I guess I, I similarly, I, I love Marjorie. And I'm, in a way, I'm also just thrilled that the people that have made it into the final have made it this far because yeah. I feel like the amount of exposure you get as a finalist is is totally. you know even just that next notch, which is just so helpful, even if it isn't the big grand prize and that like pot of money or whatever. Like, yeah, it already feels like these are people that you know the fans of the show are going to remember, which is just so yeah great. Yeah, I think and, it, and it's Kwame nice. Kwame and it's nice Kwame is like gonna be fine oh. now as a result. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. oh totally yeah. totally. Whereas Harold won, and I still don't to, like him. 
We had a really yeah. hard time remembering what his name Harold was. Harold is super successful. Oh yeah, Harold's doing fine. Yeah, he has a bunch of cookbooks. He has, he has a bunch like of three restaurants. Thai restaurants. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, and his yeah. food is his food is good in his in his restaurants too. I've eaten it. Not popular also that, in this house. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Did you see the clip though from season one where they saw Baby Gale? Oh, Baby Gale. Yes, oh, actually, baby, you know what, everyone. you guys? Maybe we should should we should we take a peek inside of the mailbag? Mailbag. <laughs> Sarah, how are you yeah. off from Ezra? That was crazy. <laughs> We're sitting like staggered. You know, yeah, yeah. Confused. Yeah, there's some there, there's some delay. Yeah, light travels faster than sound. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't um, actually talked about yeah, anybody's let's, dish let's... in the elimination challenge yet, right? So... Oh, whoops. Well, let's let's do a little a little bit of this, just because I think I think some of the mailbag things might tie in cool. a little bit. Um. Yeah, I guess I will because and mostly you know what honestly what it was is that as said that baby Gale looks very babyish mm-hmm. in season 1 when they do the little flashback and on Twitter at pack your mics we were at pack your mics on Twitter um Christo Kahama commented that season 1 Gale looks like a teenager and she kind of does. Yeah. How old I was she agree. then season 1? I'm kind of curious. I mean, I still think she was probably like at the youngest like late 20s. Yeah. Wow. That Pretty that sure. depresses me. Why? Uh, you don't. I mean, <laughs> ni- 1976. She's 39 now. So so this is 13 seasons ago? I don't know what that so means. So 26? Yeah. They do a season a year. So, so yeah. she was in her 20s? Yeah. Well, it's actually been 10 years because they started in 2006. So yeah, she was 29. Yeah. So yeah. I was right. So I was right. Late 20s. Yeah. Well done. Did I forget she's Canadian? Weird. I, I yeah, didn't know. forget that. Yeah. Never, never forget. Never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never not talk about how Gail. Harumph, harumph, harumph. <laughs> yeah, you guys were so perfect about like just I couldn't understand any word except for like that you all disagreed. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean we can talk about so we can we can talk about Marjorie's protein. She did lamb saddle. Yeah. Uh, and everyone agreed that it was beautifully Provencal, but it was also totally under seasoned. Yeah. How and Provencal? The lamb was not. And underrested, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so everything was off by several degrees. Yeah. And so we had a, a number of people uh, comment on Marjorie. So we had like Danielle Antwi write in on uh, Facebook, uh, you know, just commenting on the struggle Marjorie had. Yeah. Uh, we had Jen write in on Twitter. Um, does, you know. Or I guess that was about the toast challenge. Does Marjorie have time to make her own bread? (laughs) (laughs) Janelle and uh, you know she knew that uh, we wouldn't be terribly surprised that Marjorie had issues with her with her protein. Yeah. See. Yeah. 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 Fraught. Fraught for sure. But well, and it was such a sad cut because Jeremy, who I can't stand, did very well early on. Uh, As you need to take this. Um. Okay. Um, no, he's good. good. He's good. <laughs> um, and and but uh, Isaac stumbled and Marjorie stumbled, and so and and Jeremy did well. So it was just a real bad start. And so we're waiting on Carl, knowing that Carl had to choke real hard for us to get the finals, the fi- the final two at least that we wanted. Yeah, yeah. it was a and stressful you know what? time. He did his, he, he did us a proud. <laughs> <laughs> Hot Carl did exactly what we Rito. all needed. Yeah, yeah. Just took a yeah. big dump on that plate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I needed that exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know. Somebody Carl, in the mailbag Carl. said uh, kept, referred to him as attractive Carl, and I was like, "How do you not say hot Carl if that's what you mean? <laughs> How yeah. do you miss hot Carl?" I, I don't know. I feel like Carl is Carl's maybe the 
Oh, I don't know. I was going to make a really weird story out of this. Let's, what, let's <laughs> go there. Yeah, we Carl's can't, no. not like the guy that you like take home from the bar recklessly. He's like the guy that you like meet at the bookstore and like, you know. Yeah, he's got these like, doughy eyes that I feel like would get you in the right situation. But... Do you mean that like he has dough eyes or do you mean he has eyes like uncooked bread? Mmm. Mmm. Mm, Sour, sour doughy eyes. Do people not say doughy eyed? Mm. They say dough eyed. I don't know. Do do I've it's never like had any female deer. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to say he has eyes like, uh, yeah, uncooked bread. I'm going to say he's like a sourdough starter in his eyes. I would describe him as twinkly. Twinkly, sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think mean, he, I think you understand. Twinkle, twinkle to him. Uh, Alex, I think he's a sourdough finisher also. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> um, what, did, yeah, this did is, you, what did you eat today? As? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it was kind of funny. I had coffee in the morning and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, yeah, this was uh, uh, Maddie Mo from uh, from Canada uh, sent us a great like kind of uh, I guess wallpaper of of handsome Carl and just uh, it just has uh, just the background just says so handsome like five times. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, I think we should make this publicly available. Mm-hmm. For, How did you miss for, Hot Carl? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't know if they have a hot Carl in Canada. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm like I apologize to everybody who's hearing this and don't know what I'm talking about because you might Google it and do not. Don't. <laughs> it's the worst thing. I'm sorry. Just, just... It's I'll, it's it's a sex position that's that like South Park made up. Like it's not a thing you need to know. It's just a gross okay. thing to not look up. Um, yeah. So. Sorry. Reckless Googlers, get your fingers You're just going to go to hotcarl.com and see what happens, okay? <laughs> uh, no, no, please So they no. all had to cook French food. So, cook so French it food. was a Frenchy French time so, for everyone. And so for some Ooh, reason, hotcarl.com might be for sale, guys. <laughs> nope. Okay. You so, just, please, please don't. <laughs> As I've, I'll fight you on this podcast and I'll fight you on the other podcast. <laughs> isn't what we're talking about. Chris doesn't like us buying domain names. Anyway, so so Cage Man and Carl both decided, what if I did something impossible? <laughs> what if I did something that normally takes three days? What if I bend space time? <laughs> I mean, Cage Man's was like, could have actually worked. Like the thing that he did was just it, like, it needed maybe an extra 20 minutes to cook it at a lower temperature. Whereas Carl yeah. was off by 48 hours. At least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that like a factor like, of twenty? Yeah, yeah. Carl didn't kind Today's of miss this hours. one. Carl yeah. struck out <laughs> with Cajun Man. I feel like that was like it's one interview with Tom away from having the time to get it. Yeah, done, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Carl. There was no hope. It was basically raw foie. Which it was interesting to me. We got a little interview with Marjorie discussing. Uh, watching Carl make this decision to oh, make yeah, this foie that gras. Was super interesting. And she basically said, you know, this is crazy. Normally this should take three days. Um, but Carl is so talented and Carl is, you know, he's so ambitious. I'm really interested to see if he can pull this off. Mm-hmm. So there was no, it wasn't like she was like, someone must warn him. He's about to try and like carry a bus home. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a thing that just can't happen. Yeah. She was just like, you know, Carl, Carl's a real strong guy. And I think he's got this. Well, that's yeah. what she said. But she's also, I mean, the other part of it was like, hey, and if he fails, that's probably not Great the worst thing me. for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I plan on ruining some lamb tonight. So <laughs> Carl could just bite it even harder. That'd be <laughs> Dump on the table, save me, yeah. <laughs> I th- I agree that that's where I thought she was going when she first started talking, but then I was like, oh, she's really, like, rooting for him. I thought it was, I did think it was kind of interesting if, if that was Would, genuine, which I think it probably was. It sounded genuine because yeah, also with genuine. Isaac, they were like, that's crazy, but I think you can do it. There's, there is there is an attitude in the chef, 
in the in, in the the hotel room they're staying in or whatever it seems like of yeah. go for it man like it's impressive that you're trying something dumb whereas the judges yeah. were like what were you thinking this is of course this can't work but everyone else was like it's a risk yeah. but i think you're gonna pull it off I still don't yeah. understand. Yeah, how. I like that they're all propping each other up. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess, and I do want to just take a quick half second to recognize that, like, we've made it this far, and we have zero villains. And really, like, if any of these people took it home, I would, I would be okay. Which really, like, okay to very happy is the span. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which feels great. Yeah, I would be super meh on Jeremy winning, but because he's cooking well, I can't be like angry at him. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we had yeah. super villain win a couple seasons ago, he'd also been doing so badly. Right. I don't remember yeah. that happening at all, Alex. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that's all Megan thinks about. <laughs> I, I think before. about that a lot too. <laughs> yeah, did Megan sin eat Ezra's like uh, memory of Nicholas? <laughs> If that's what happened, sin thanks. Eating? Is that a thing, Chris? I'm gonna should I Google sinit.com? Sinit.com right? seems it's available. It, I'd pay for it. It's a hot Carl situation. Uh, you, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, so um, we can go back to more mailbags. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we talked about all that. Sure, it was so crazy. It's worth calling out that Matt on Twitter did comment to us that he had feelings of doom the whole episode that one of his faves was going home, yeah. which I imagine was in part due to the fact that Isaac has a call with his family oh, yeah. and we see some like baby pictures of Marjorie. Like there, there oh. are a few moments where we're sort of like, ah, oh, why are we getting more context about this person now? Wasn't Isaac um, so cute with his daughters? Yes. Oh my gosh. What was her name? Like it's she has like a cool name also. Poppy and Yeah, they Ivy. both. Oh, that's pretty cool. Ivy. Oh yeah. 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 And I, <laughs> They're so cute. The episode started off basically after the recap with Isaac talking to his kids, which mm-hmm. is doom edit on this show. Yeah. Although also we all agreed last episode that like the doom edit thing is kind of fading out because we just have more time. I yeah, know, so it's didn't I think it's that uh, late in the season it's never been the same because at this point we are, we know people enough that they can just show us yeah. cute things. Whereas early in the season, yeah. the reason it's a doom edit, it's because you've never heard of somebody, so they have That's to get true. some backstory before they kick them off. Yeah, um, it's but, like, like the Scooby Doo thing this time. <laughs> <laughs> Was he? Did we see him do anything? No, Amar? Yeah. no, he has no personal life other than this woman he's trying to. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> oh right, it's weird now that he's yeah, lost. Maybe his stalking isn't going to turn out okay. <laughs> Joanna, this is for you. <laughs> Joanna's already changed the channel. I did think oh, it yeah. was really sad that Amar was the one who got eliminated um, and didn't get to cook at Fleur de Lis since he's um, yes so yeah. experienced and oh yeah he would have so done passionate well, about French food he would have done quite well yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that, that. Is sad. and uh, we had somebody else write in about that uh, Le Baton or uh, Skookum Diddy oh, at Skookum Diddy are we just <laughs> saying things now Chris <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, no, I don't know if you yeah. speak French, Ez, but Le Bouton is French for Scoop'em Diddy. <laughs> Scoop'em Diddy. Yeah. Scoop'em Diddy. Scoop'em fr- right this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hey, what did Scoop'em Diddy say? <laughs> Scoop'em Diddy said uh, uh, Shane that Amar went home before the main challenge. Yeah. He had success cooking French food in the different eras episode. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True statement. In his really uh, brave choice of the thing he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sort of like uh, it's a Chinese challenge, Karen. I still felt weird about Omar up till the end. Uh, I, like, well, I mean, so from when he met him a couple weeks ago to just now when he went home, I still never like. You thought he was cute, like not physically, but you like you enjoyed him, his personality, and I just, something felt off about him. Oh yeah, I always... maybe it's the stalking. Well, yeah, that's a little problematic, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked him a lot, or, and okay. you know, he might come back. We'll see. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's might. theories. Da-da, da-da. Wait till we get true. to that. Oh, Ez, you, oh, haven't, yeah. heard, Did you, you guys... haven't done this yet? No. Oh, I can't wait to get Watching to that. the next on, or on the finale, and then comparing shoulder heights and various yeah, things. Yeah, so oh, this is, you did this at last, last season. Yeah, yeah, you I got did, like I a button or something. And this yeah, time, watch or yeah. this time they cut it that, where the person comes back out, they cut it way shorter, so there's no hints at all. But there's a different scene with Mar- uh, Marjorie standing next to a person, and based on the shoulder heights, Reddit claims to know who it is. And I don't wow. buy it for a second. Well, you should just say what Reddit thinks so that we can all know. Oh, sure. So they just say it unless, looks like guess, a Mars shoulder. And the problem no. with that is that Isaac's shoulder, he could also be standing there. And Isaac's shoulder versus a Mars yep. shoulder. If you think you can tell me the difference in those shoulders in that shot, I'm impressed. But I don't think and so. And you have had sex with both Isaac <laughs> and Mars. <laughs> Good for you. And you deserve this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, High fives, Reddit. Yeah. I don't know that the average Redditor hasn't done that, so... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these people's lives. Yeah, I have literally no way of disproving. If that. this was Twitter, I would be like, no way. But on on Reddit, they might have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. love lost like spicy spicy pickles in Padma's new memoir. Good job, Reddit. Oh, I like spicy pickles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like a spicy. Pickle. Yeah, if you if you're on if you go to our top chef right now, like one of the top couple stories is there's a screen cap of the shoulder situation um, from the <laughs> and I. Like, well, it's not Isaac, oh. I guess, because Isaac's in the photo. Whoa. So, I could guess. It be but it could be Jeremy's shoulder. Jeremy's I mean, it tall. does look a little... I mean, Jeremy is a slight thing. No, he's... Jeremy oh, no, sorry. Carl's a slight, slight thing. Jeremy, yes. sorry, not, Carl is just a wisp of a That's man. what I meant. Uh, <laughs> could that be Jeremy? Yeah, see this thing? Like, that... This looks like... Jeremy's very tall, though. I think he's very... A lot taller than um, Amar. What about he Isaac? He could be leaning yeah, to the side. Yeah, I just don't yeah. know... I, and also, this looks like Carl's hand to me. Well, Gosh, I feel like we're going to have to post some pictures yeah, to I'll, the Facebook and the Twitter so that people can see <laughs> what yeah, I'll we're post, talking Yeah, I'll post about. the imager link to, to, on, on Facebook so that you guys can weigh in on this. But um, yeah. good sleuthing on Reddit uh, at Oinky Oink. Uh, thank, I always like this, but I just, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll have to wait a little bit to find out. Yeah. I d- so, but going back to the... Is this where we the, talk oh. about Last Chance Kitchen, or do we have more to say about the elimination? Well, I did. I thought that um, I thought that uh, Trojan Topher had a good point on Twitter about the fact that this challenge is so rooted in a specific set of techniques, and he wondered if we thought that it was fair. If you're not trained in, I guess, classic French cuisine, is it fair that this is such a pivotal part of the elimination? <sighs> I would uh, say it's not really fair to cooking in general that it's happening this way, but like, like, but like, like it's the basic technique for most cooking. I feel like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably like, like mm-hmm. this isn't like it's not like a a big shocker that there would be something that where you'd need in a competition to have some French basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much fine fine dining. Vine dining. <laughs> what talk. is happening over I here? I don't know. Vegetables. I have the opposite. Vegetables, vegetables again. Vegetables. <laughs> 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 Fine dining. <laughs> yeah. So much of uh, fine dining has been wine built on dining. French technique and the the brigade layout of the kitchen and and all that stuff. I mean, I, I I don't know. I wouldn't say it's unfair, and it definitely is a theme challenge and a type of cuisine. But we've had many challenges on different types of cuisines. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily unfair. Well, I think it's also it happens. That, I mean, yeah, the, the, it's unfair in that Jeremy is better at it. But that could have yeah. been if they if they. Had picked uh, Emerald's restaurant was closing, uh, it would have been a little easier for Isaac, mm-hmm. and that just yes. could happen. But also, I I think the fact that none of them seemed upset about it 
is what makes it feel yeah. not yeah. so unfair to me. Is they all were That's like, yes. yeah, this seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas they were mad exactly. about the toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I would argue actually that I think knowing like basically I think Carl knew just enough to like to like had just enough rope to hang himself kind of thing where it's like if you had no idea how to do anything with foie then like then you wouldn't have done that you know mm-hmm. that's true he, that he true. clearly knew enough that he was trying that that's a good point yeah well and and to hear him tell it it sort of called to him from the menu too yeah. like mm-hmm. this was something that yeah I think I think as that's spot on <laughs> his that, quote you know. was they're reading the menu and it was like the, the, the dish kept yelling make me you idiot <laughs> and I think <laughs> When your inner voice is so rude to you, that yep. is a red flag, and you might not they might not have your best interests at heart. I'm just gonna yeah. throw it out there, guys. Is Marjorie a ventriloquist? <laughs> <laughs> no way to prove not. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that true. Actually, I guess I mean, that sort of reminds me when we we're talking about the uh, the spoilers. Though I forgot that I knew Isaac made it through from one of the pre the coming up episodes oh because there, there was in, in, the, in their like uh this season on top chef they showed him throwing something at padma's face but nothing coming out of his hands oh and we they, hadn't seen that yet what and, and you had never seen that yet no I, I saw this a few episodes ago when they first showed us this and we hadn't seen oh you mean we hadn't seen it on the show yeah, we, yeah exactly we hadn't seen it on the show and he was doing a magic trick and that same clip showed that they were in Vegas for the net finale and they had to do magic oh. trick, trick stuff. And that looked so clearly like him doing a magic trick to me that I assumed it meant, which I, we now know it definitely does mean that he was on doing magic for Padma as part of the challenge next week with uh, yep. Lance, not Lance. David Copperfield. Copperfield, that's what it is. Yeah, Copperfield. Lance Copperfield. <laughs> that is Lance. David Lance. <laughs> Renowned magician, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I was trying to remember if it was Lance Burton or... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. David Lance Burton. <laughs> Famous bicycle racer, Lance Burton. <laughs> anyway, so Last Chance Kitchen was interesting, huh? It doubles. Yeah. Last chances kitchen. Mixed, mixed doubles. Yeah, we had, we had the three way uh, sourdough thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sourdough three way. That's exactly the sourdough three way with hot Carl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sorry. Sourdough eyes. So sorry. Stop it. <laughs> this is getting uncomfortable. Stop it. Especially since Carl's the kind of person that I would just want to have like hug my mom. Yeah. Like he's just like he's very nice. He's so adorably clean and squeaky. Yeah, I want like a platonic yeah. two way with him. <laughs> You mean like you want to talk? Yeah, that's the one. That's how I say that. I want to like no. I want to like hold hands and go get a milkshake or something. Yeah, don't. Date shake. If you want him to hang date out shake. and get a date shake with you, do not call it a platonic two way. <laughs> date shake, shake date. Well, that's why I say platonic. Oh man, it's funny how you you kind of lose that in the two way. I think that like it supersedes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Carl did the gazpacho. Amar made a beef Wellington, which was crazy. That was which and was crazy and looked kind of rough. It, it did, and somehow was better than Jason's, uh, Jason's toast. So, what do we think about the fall of Jason? How do, how's everyone feeling? I cared a little. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was sad. I think it, I I really ended up liking him after his run in Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah, he was. But he was I always like it when he? the last people to get eliminated from the show stay on in in lck i like that oh it feels yeah yeah, it feels kind of right and i think even didn't tom say something to that effect that it's like kind of he said he always likes it when that happens and i thought well it's good that you like the most likely outcome Mm. yeah (laughs) tom and sarah are thinking the same way i mean i think back to the Kristen episode where she got eliminated and it was clearly like and unjust and then she made it so far in last chance kitchen and that felt very righteous righteous. Yeah. Unless there's a situation 
just like that, I think this is the best possible outcome of Last mm-hmm. Chance Kitchen. Because otherwise, it's frustrating. You have some inferior chef happening to beat everyone in LCK and then coming back to the finale. That doesn't feel good. But if there's like an upset like Kristen, that's what it's for. Yeah, there's some justice out of yeah. LCK. If it and had been also, Kwame, I, I would have liked it, but it didn't feel like Jason was unjustly eliminated and needed to be back to write this show. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Right, right. Well, and the other thing that I thought was nice was that, you know, in his exit interview, Jason yes. kind of said, I, you know, I felt like I needed to figure something out by coming on the show. And really what I feel like I found out was like it took place during last exactly. chance. Exactly. Yeah. was cool to hear. Yeah. I really liked that a I lot. I was so into that's that. really good. And I, uh, that's, so it, it didn't provide redemption per se, but it gave him some spiritual gain. And I, I thought that was great since it wasn't, we didn't have a justice to be served. At least something yeah. great yeah. came out of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe just yeah. some redemption. We can all look forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can all look forward to Jason's next Seattle-based restaurant where you walk in at the same time as Jason and he has 20 minutes <laughs> to make the dinner. <laughs> Wearing ugly socks. Well, yeah. I'm sweating profusely. So yes. much. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, we had our, our initial sourdough challenge and then the follow-up part two LCK, which is Carl versus Amar, um, was was adorable in the like bidding war that happened with how much time they were going to have. I mean, totally not, just did you think that was adorable, Megan? Oh, I was just really confused. I think I, I figured it too. out eventually, but thing. I was very confused. It was so dumb. Like, I, just <laughs> I don't agree. Understand. I liked it. So here's, here's the way I would summarize it. It's that they had, they had, in a, they, got, they got to choose the amount and Tom got to bully them. I don't see what you don't like about yes. that. <laughs> But they Tom could have just agreed to stay at 20 minutes and they would have both been well, better they off. They would have had to have taken no a lot sense. of bullying from Tom to so? be able to stay there. Yeah, They're chefs. That, well, that's what I like is that he played. So what I like is that he was like playing on ego and that yeah. didn't seem to work. But it di- what did work it, was playing on Amar's did. sense of fun. <laughs> yeah. And also citing Amar's mentors and saying, would Charlie Palmer right. be okay with you? Yeah. Taking yeah. 17 minutes. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing. It's top chef, not top bully resistant person yeah so. exactly. <laughs> skills. Yeah. it's clearly top crudo not top getting <laughs> bullied that's awesome yeah. i yeah i think it was fun it did seem like really arbitrary and strange but yes it was fun although i didn't like when tom was like i did it in eight minutes and 45 seconds because i don't think he had to come up with the dish i think he knew what he was doing ahead of time for that yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, he'd done it many times. This was from quick fire a couple years ago. And did he win? Great question. Yeah, and Tom tasted judging. Tom's food, and Tom said, yeah. "Tom, you did a great job here, Tom." <laughs> I did like also that uh, although Amar was willing to play ball, Carl was like, "I just want time." So he was like, "Twenty minutes is good. Seventeen. Seventeen is good." Like he was just like, let's stay as much as we can do. <laughs> the only down bid he did was from fifteen minutes to fourteen minutes because I guess Tom's really yeah. He, Tom is persuasive. I would have if I was there. I'm not super strong, uh, and Tom is very good. I definitely would have had to cook something in thirty five seconds. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the idea of just like where once you, you're past your comfort zone, you might as well just tank it for the other person. Where it's like, well, I can't cook anything in twelve minutes, so I might as well make sure that the person only has two minutes to cook. Also, yeah, what if so they had said two go- minutes? Would he would he have stuck with that? Would it be like just go grab some nuts and bring them back? <laughs> no, you Sashimi need a fish though. on a plate. Yeah. 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 It's got it can't be raw either. Oh right, he had to cook yeah. the fish. Man, what's oh, the yeah, minimum amount of time torch. to get scales, bones <laughs> off? And then cook the fish to now you're gonna eat some you're gonna eat some scorched scales. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amar managed to do all this while while descaling both sides of the fish. 
excessive. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? Tom did point out he didn't need that to do just two portions. Yeah, I thought that so. was cool. But yeah. that like Amara's just probably force of habit. You don't clean half a fish. Yeah. Yeah, plus you have a do-over fish. You know? So I got to say, I don't know, did you guys feel this way? I hate the Last Chance Kitchen with no answer every year. Oh, yeah. Every year I'm bummed about it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I I was excited for exactly what's happen- what's about to happen right now, which is that we all get to speculate wildly about who we think did the better job. So was it the grilled red snapper with uh, apricot and ginger marmalade? Or was it the crispy ludimer with onion soupies and yuzu caper brown butter? Well, you, you almost nailed it. I can't talk. Why <laughs> brown, am I here? Brown butter. <laughs> brown, with brown, brown butter and brown sauteed butter. vegetables. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to level with you. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> Before you guys make your prediction, I did just send you that link, in case you haven't seen it yet, of the image. So I want you to look at that shoulder and keep that in mind. Oh, but I wanted to base it on food. Okay, well, I wanted oh. you to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a beefy shoulder, guys. <laughs> is is it beefy, though? Yeah. Wait, but, but how but, do we know it's not Jeremy? Yeah, could that be Jeremy? Because he's got no. his wings out like a bro, and then the hands no. over here could Wait, be... Yeah, Jeremy, that could totally... I think it no. could be Jeremy. Jeremy's... Because Jeremy, it's it lower than... Than, than Cajun man. Whose hand? Then where is Jeremy? Is a Mar yeah, miniature? A hand on the left hand side, and Jeremy's elbow wouldn't start that low down compared to Marjorie's shoulder. Would it? Oh. See this? I just you guys are making like the same if, thing as yeah. the person there is making strong, uh, so, strong statements as if you know everybody's elbow height, and I just am skeptical. What if Look. Jeremy <laughs> dropped something and he's. <laughs> He's trying to pick it up. <laughs> he's like, he's coming out of a deep squat. Or he's right? Yeah, him. he's doing some exercises. Or on his way into some lunch. There was yeah. a stool, and he's just sitting on the stool. Mm-hmm. Look, if, yeah. if, if, if Jeremy has gone through like height reassignment surgery like in the intervening months, then maybe. Ezra, now like, we call it height confirmation surgery. Do we know that Amar is like a petite gentleman, though? Like, I don't, yeah, I, this is what I'm saying. I don't know that Amar is short. I don't necessarily believe you about that. Well, I just, I think I he ran out of people, because he's right? sometimes, yeah. I Sometimes think he could, sounds a little like Andre the Giant, so I like to picture Amar being quite tall. Look, and this I'm is a moment where people are laughing, so that could be Amar sort of like bobbing as he laughs. You know, he's at the low point yeah. of his shoulder bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? And, you know, it's so interesting that Tom said like this one came down to a few grains of salt because as oh, right. uh, Brian on Twitter pointed out, Tom, he likes a salty, exactly. salty dish. Mm-hmm. The way he and said so, it, the first time I heard because I watched this twice, the first time I heard it, I thought of it differently. But he says, yeah. he gives the speech about how you can train people where you add like a couple grains of salt and then all of a sudden everything wakes up. He doesn't yep. say, all of a sudden, it ruins it. And since Carl had said to Amar that the dish was pretty salty, I think that's our yes. hint that Amar won because it was salty and Tom likes it salty. And Carl yeah, doesn't I, like it as salty right? as Tom Carl, does. as you can tell from looking at him, Carl's a good boring boy. dude. <laughs> likes it real plain. He likes his toast well, on four. Uh, oh. so <laughs> yeah. wait, here's, guys, here's one Maybe thing. three and a half. It cannot be Jeremy because Jeremy has a tattoo on his right arm, and we can see a little bit of his right arm. Is it, is it on every oh, possible inch of that arm? Oh my yes, gosh, it, you guys, pretty... we are down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. What is and happening right I'm now? Gonna, I'm just going to add looking at uh, Carl's uh, flesh tone, it's a lot lighter than, yeah, than yeah, under I mean, Las Vegas magic stage lighting. <laughs> well, anything could happen under, but it's got to stay. Oh, yeah, remember... what if David Copperfield has transformed Carl into someone else? <laughs> Someone who looks a lot like a Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, know, you guys. I, Between this and the salt, I think it's a Mar. 
Yeah, and a Mars dish just the presentation was so much more fish forward. Tom loves fish. And he, I don't well, know. Fish you said that both dishes were fish forward. I guess, guys, I wish it were Carl. Sorry. Yeah, Tom. Tom likes to make these uh, pronouncements about like what the rules are today. Uh, very late, where he <laughs> says. Uh, since you both made fish, this is about... Or since you both had minimal side dishes, this is about the fish. Like, what if the minimal side dishes matter? What if one's good and one's bad? Like, why do you get to just yeah. make that the rule? Yeah. He's but the he, boss. Although I now, He's the producer. He, I'm I mean, that's curious why. about, uh, you know, boiling some onions and mirin, though. That looks good. That was a surprise. Uh, what so is an onion sous-vis? Sous-vis? Uh, I think it's where you're boiling onions... Uh, and basically letting them soften up and reduce. Hmm. It's just boiling them, and, and then so, they don't taste you, as bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, in mirin, mirin is like a it's like a sweet white wine, yeah, essentially. And so it's it's adding some flavor. That was a neat trick. Yeah, yeah, I feel fine with that. I also don't like yeah. marmalade as a like a word. Oh, sure, as a word. Yeah, as a food. How yeah, compared you? to like yuzu and subis, which are fun words, and marmalade is just. Just unpleasant sounding yeah marmalade you know, and then it just <laughs> yeah, sounds like you're trying to fancy up a gross sounding word yeah but even marm? like marmalade marm duke just the marm yeah it's the marm no. part not a big marm fan guys i like I, the word nope. marmalade but oh. i don't like marmalade so also ludomare sounds better other. than snapper is it yeah snapper Gosh, Gosh, i don't, I don't think <laughs> this is a way that anyone's ever judged it <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to wrap up the show. Does that mean Wolf of the Sea? Oh, and why thanks. <laughs> no, no, I mean like you hadn't said it was over yet, so I was just trying to find something to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you just, yeah, you just <laughs> I was played, stalling. played to the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I was just stalling, Tanya. I knew this this was going to be over soon, and I was like, well, uh, at this point, we're, ta- we're getting down to the words. We have nothing left to cover. <laughs> getting down to the words. We've already done arm color and tattoos, shoulder height, I'm, elbow and height. I, was, I wasn't persuaded, and then I was persuaded. Yeah, that was a really a I don't know, lot man. Of we, we have a lot of we have a lot of mysteries to sort out. Yeah, uh, but, but I guess before we go down the the road of word comparison games, uh, we'll we'll cut it off here. <laughs> I wish you could cut it off before I like went down that embarrassing hole. But okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's the rabbit isn't even now. happy with me being down this hole. <laughs> Get out, Alex! Yeah. I'm sorry, you are clearly in the middle of dinner with your family. <laughs> And on that delightful note, that's going to be it for us this week on Pack Your Mics. Just for the next week, we thinking about this rabbit the... eating fa- family dinner. Oh. <laughs> eating a delightful Provencal meal yeah. prepared by Marjorie because it features 0% meat. <laughs> Great knife work. Great knife work. Just beautiful. Just delicious um, vegetables. We're almost... Yeah. I hate everything <laughs> so much. It's a crudo. It's a crudo of, of red snapper and vegetables. You know, I'm gonna and I'm gonna buck the trend. Chris, you're coming with us to Vegas for next week. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, oh, no, oh my yeah. god! Wait. Oh my god! <laughs> you feel confident that you're going, but I think that looks like Tanya's shoulder. <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll all find out soon. So we'll be back next week with the penultimate episode of this season. Um, it's it's been such a pleasure so far, and we can't wait to talk with you more. So. Bye for now. Luda Mare. <laughs> Luda. Luda. Marmalade. <laughs> Great job, Good you time. guys. That was a good show. Yeah.